Hello everyone, I return on today is Sunday, the day is... Uh, also, is it Halloween today? I, I'm not a child anymore, and you don't, I mean, you don't have to be a child to know when holidays are, I just haven't, hold on, I'm gonna, I have to, one second, I'm gonna Google if it's Halloween, when, when, is it today Halloween? I think today might be Halloween, okay, no, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's Halloween. I like, you know, out of all the holidays, I I have to say Halloween is the one that I appreciate the most. You know, Halloween is, you know, as as a, it, it, there, I think there's something very powerful um, in the concept of being able to go outside amongst a bunch of other people and pretend to be something or someone you're not. That's that's you know that's a that's that's something I think a very powerful thing uh, in sort as a, as a sort of a cultural unified tradition that we have, um, and it's very powerful I think that we allow children to do it because it's very important to pretend you know um, to pretend to be something you're not, and that's different than you know lying about being someone you're not. The, the difference between pretending and lying is that everyone knows you're pretending. And on Halloween, when you go out and dressed as, like, if I go out dressed as, you know, Robert Downey Jr., no one actually is going to think I'm Robert Downey Jr. because I don't look like Robert Downey Jr. And it's Halloween. So, you know, there's, it's, it's a very powerful time of year because there's this grand social precedent of, unified pretendness every like you can look at a stranger on the street and allow yourself even if it's just on a, on a surface level to see that individual as someone they aren't you know or something they're not you can sort of allow yourself to to pretend um in a in a big way and that's why i, I think you know the fact that halloween should be more for adults too because adults should pretend more Adults in society should should pretend more. Pretending is good no matter, you know, playfully pretending is good no matter what age you are. And, you know, obviously we have, like, Halloween parties, but that's that's not what I'm thinking of, you know. Like, you go to a Halloween party as an adult, at least in the ones I've been to, you don't pretend, you, you don't, like, spend your time in character pretending to be something you're not. You just go as the costume and use it as a way of, like, striking up social conversations, which there's nothing wrong with that exactly. I just, you know, think, oh, what if adults did what kids kind of do, where kids, like, allow themselves to get immersed in the character, they'll they'll run around with their friends pretending to be, the, all of them pretending to be the things they are, you know? I, I, I can, I can only imagine what, how, what such an approach would provide for the adult mind in all of its serious, highly controlled, highly organized methodologies, you know, I, I think good things. I think, you know, because I, I, what I'm imagining specifically is, oh, uh, I go to a Halloween party as an adult and I'm dressed uh, like, let's uh, up as, let's say a wolf, right? Like I, I, I get dressed up as a wolf and at the party, there's sort of this, this natural incentive to stay in character and do some role playing and do some like you know social interaction on the pretense of the thing you're pretending to be 
So maybe I act kind of like a wolf, not, not like in a weird, too weird way. Like, obviously, it's a fucking costume, but I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, I'll just be like, you know, I just, I'll just act silly. I'll just act kind of silly and weird as like a wolf person. Maybe someone else acts like a, like a, like a, like they're dressed as a fairy. They'll be like, oh, look at me. I, here I grant you a wish to go get me punched, you know? Like, I, I'm just like, I, I imagine more frivolity and more silliness and more, more play in, in the adults. Uh, Halloween parties. I think there's value there to be to be had. And as I, you know, reflect on the fact that Halloween is coming up, I'm like, you know, I if I would go to a party at Halloween with a bunch of adults if I was allowed to do what I was able to do when I was ten, which is act insane. <laughs> All right, I I miss that. That was fun. And I just want to be able to do that, but do it in the way that an adult would do it, which is way too seriously. <laughs> you know, that's just what I want to be able to do. But society says no, so I'm like, whatever. Um, but, you know, it, it, holidays are weird. Holidays are, are weird because they don't, you know, there's so much weird consumption related to them. There's so much odd... You know, the, like my, the I don't like a tradition that requires so much out of you. You know, I think the point of a tradition should be um, for you to give something to somebody, right? Like, and it, or even if it's that someone is just yourself, you know, like, and it doesn't. And the problem with you know Halloween and Christmas to a larger extent, I think, is they require so much investing. Uh, to meet the standard that we as a society have set for it my my you know my logic there being you know if you, if you want to celebrate christmas a lot of the time the to have a great christmas you're there's kind of incentive to oh you've got to buy all the decorations you've got to buy a ton of presents you've got to you've got to have you know a lot of things that you do and you know i i kind of feel like you know the best christmases for me were always like the like Christmases that had a lot of little things, you know, a lot of little little good things. Like when when I say little good things, I mean like you know a lot of a lot of talking with family or a lot of um you know uh, games or a lot a lot of like time spent with people and a lot of acts that invoke a sense of compassion and reflection. And the problem, I think, with the modern sort of consumerist market around both Christmas and Halloween is that they very much make that sincerity and that authenticity that I would like hard to approach. You know, I kind of think both Halloween and Christmas benefit the less money is involved with either of them. You know, I think the because the more money you put into it, the harder it is to focus on, I think, the pure emotional social mental constructs that uh, give those holidays so much meaning you know but halloween and christmas should be should be kind of poor you know they should all they should all i think everything that you do for halloween should be you know made i think stuff should either be made pardon me gas uh made for halloween like i like the idea of a lot of homemade stuff during halloween and christmas and I like the idea of a lot of simplicity around Halloween and Christmas because simplicity adds a lot to whatever you're trying to do. Simplicity gives a context that the brain can operate under that complexity doesn't. And specifically what I mean is, you know, when, when you approach something from a simplistic point of view, 
you can allow yourself to focus on what is there much more intently than when if it's complex because with a complex thing there's a lot of moving parts and so your brain and your emotions naturally try to divide their energies between all of the different parts so that you can you can fathom as much of it as you can and so the more complex it gets the more difficult it is to really appreciate any one aspect of the thing whereas if something simplistic you can really focus on the the things of value that are in it and really allow them to be emphasized you know and there are times when you want complexity in things you know uh or more specifically there are times when you can't avoid realistically complexity in things you know like when when you're interacting with a lot of different people that's a very fundamentally complex act because people are so different and diverse and complicated ultimately simple but you know complicated in the in the approach simplistic in the knowing and you know so i i just would you know i just would like christmas and halloween and all the other holidays to be a time of you know oh let's take a step back let's allow ourselves to to prioritize let's take a step back and allow ourselves to really focus on what we want life to be and what we want life to be emphasized by which for me is you know family uh food drink <laughs> uh hydration you know uh love and you know the simple things and i feel like holidays should be just aesthetics that we apply over to those things you know and they and you know they they are in spirit but i think you know the, the modern capitalist lens with which we apply over them really really damages that a lot of the time you know and so and again and so ultimately that's why i say less money in the holidays you know less money investing in it less money required to participate in it is a good thing you know uh, i think i made it pretty clear i think money's the worst <laughs> You know, like let me be clear. I don't think the money is the root of all evil. I'm not one of those people. Evil is far too grand a thing for money to ever cause it. Money is a petty thing. Like its 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 power comes not in the essence of itself, but rather in the val the emotional and psychological value we as a people uh, place into it. You know, it is us that give it its power, not the other way around. You know, because it's just a fucking pieces of paper you know literally it is physically impossible for it to have any actual power so you know uh it's it's fucking weird but anyway you know and i've been uh, i'll continue you know exploring i think my uh talk i want to talk more about how i've been experiencing not having really any money and how weirdly positive it's been. I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's, you know, I'm... So so I'm not working and I want to talk to you all about some of the, the good things I've noticed about not working after like six-ish years of working pretty consistently full-time. Um, the first and biggest thing, which I didn't expect at all and I'm so happy about, is my dreams are different. I am dreaming differently now that I am not working. Uh, specifically what I mean is my dreams are vivid and intense and real in a way they have not been since I was 13 
10, like really young, like basically 10 and younger was the last time I had dreams this intense. And I think that's just because I'm getting like proper REM sleep, like because I don't have to wake up knowing being like, I don't have to go to sleep stressed out knowing that tomorrow I'll have to get up and do something I hate. I don't have to do that. And so I am experiencing so much emotional gratification. I'm experiencing some, such this weirdly intense sense of calm and relaxation and safety, which I didn't realize I was missing. You know, when I go to sleep, my mind understands that it has time to allow itself to process sleep and process that 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 the important state of of stillness that sleep is and so you know i've been having just incredibly intense dreams just dreams that i will dream heavily um and so that when i wake up you know i'll i'll it'll take me a minute to realize where i am you know i haven't dreamt like that in a very very long time and i i didn't realize just how much i missed it I did not realize just how much I missed dreaming like that. I kind of don't want to go back to work ever <laughs> simply because I I feel like I would stop dreaming like this again. I would go back to going to sleep stressed and waking up stressed and I just don't want that anymore. I don't want that so badly. I just I want to keep dreaming like this because it's so good for me. It's so good for my imagination and my creativity and my my mental health as well i've been clearer i've been more more calm i i've been losing a bit of weight because i've just been allowed because my brains i mean they say good sleep is is good for you but i didn't appreciate just how much that really meant until i stopped working because i didn't realize just how much working was depriving me of certain basic fundamental ways of experiencing my natural rhythms I didn't realize just how badly my sleep and my mental health were being affected by the fact of me having a job until I stopped having one. Quite insanely. Um, Like if anyone out there ever gets an opportunity for any length of time to just not work, I recommend it highly. Take advantage of it. If you ever are in a situation where you're just not working, really let yourself appreciate it because it's awesome. It's awesome not to work. Like, yeah, it might cause other problems. But the benefits that are there are genuine benefits. You that can't be denied. You you get to you get more time to yourself. You get your body gets more time to acclimate and relax and process. Your brain does too. It's fundamentally valuable. And so if you're out there and you're listening and you're someone who may, maybe isn't working and doesn't know what to do with it, personally, I just recommend appreciating the how much sleep you're probably getting. I really appreciate just how much sleep you're getting because it's so good. It's so good to have a good, the right amount of sleep. And I say the right amount of sleep because I I need a lot of sleep as a person. I'm just like naturally my body and brain just want to sleep a lot. I don't know why. Like I don't like to think of myself as lazy. I, I like like I've been called a hard worker by many different people. Having said that though, um, you know, I... I like a sleep it's just such a valuable experience sleep of course i would want as much of it as possible and you know i really don't like that in order to survive i am tasked with the 
the desire to the, the need to to give up certain fundamental things that are good for my health like enough sleep and you know a, a schedule that is mine and my own time to determine and now that I have all those things back I you know they say you can't appreciate something till it's gone with things like proper sleep and the value of free time I think you can't appreciate them till you lose them and then you get them back at least that was how it was for me I didn't appreciate how important those things are really until I I got them back and I, I don't think I can ever let go of them again they're they're too important um, at least for me they they I I it's and it's funny because I don't really know and and I, I need you to believe this because it, this is to such an extent that even though I really need a job all my emotional and mental and physical parts of me are saying no don't do a job because you will lose these things that you have gotten back you will lose the healthiness of the sleep schedule and you will lose the sense of freedom and relaxation you cannot allow yourself to do that that's why I just haven't been able to make myself go get a job because I I just can't deal with the psychological ramifications of it anymore I don't want to, and I, I couldn't even if I did want to. So that's where I've been, um, just dealing with this in these intense, vivid, powerful dreams that when I wake up, don't like I don't get a headache. It's more like I get the opposite. Like my brain feels heavy, but in a good way. Like like it's full. Like it's nourished. You know. Like it's like satiated and I ha and I and I haven't had that feeling in so long that I forgot it was a feeling. I forgot that's how you're supposed to feel when you wake up. And I realized that I the, the last time I felt that was before like when I was like thirteen. You know, and the last time and and once I got once I started working it just got worse. It just got worse and harder and harder to feel that. And now I'm not working, and now I've dealt with a lot of mental health issues, and I've, I've been doing really great, ultimately. And I've had, consistently for the past week, just really damn powerful dreams that have left me wake, waken, feeling, feeling full. And God, is it so important. For That is such an important thing that I didn't appreciate, which is to wake up feeling psychologically, emotionally, full if you're someone out there uh, who knows what I'm talking about then you get it and if you're not then just remember sleep is important sleep is important in ways I cannot fully describe make sure you're always getting good healthy sleep because it it's too fundamental to not be prioritized always Yeah. It's not the only change uh, that I've been dealing with since I've, you know. Uh, one thing I have been doing, just because of the financial situation I'm currently in, is I've been actually dumpster diving for food. And I didn't expect how much fun I would have doing that. And I know I know what you're all thinking. We're just like, what are you talking about? It's a bunch of gross dumpster food. How can you enjoy eating, and let alone searching for that? And the only response I can give you is I think I just enjoy not knowing what I'm going to get. It, it's fun. It's fun to, like, it sucks, but it's also fun. It's it's both of those things. 
It sucks because it's a lot of it's older and grosser. But it's also fun because some a lot of the times it's perfectly edible and fine and I never know what I'm going to get. Like like uh one t- thing I got over the past couple of days was I got a giant fucking like still mostly frozen because the person had just thrown it away bag of like dino bites which are like little spicy chicken nugget fish stick things and they were really good just just, like gave me the shits afterward because it's a bunch of spicy cheap factory meat but still they were kind of yummy i won't lie and also they helped me not starve to death so i was pretty grateful for them you know, it was pretty great. And that, like, and another thing I got was, you know, oh, I was, I, I found like a half-eaten, uh, bar, like pork sandwich, and I was like, and I ate it, and I was like, that was pretty good, actually. Like, I'm just like, it was, it's, it's, it's meat and it's bread and it's cheese, and even if it's old, that's still food, and food is great, you know. I don't know, like, getting it out of the dumpster gives it this weird psychological satisfaction I can't describe. (laughs) And again, because most of it's perfectly fine, most of it's clean, most of it's edible, and the stuff that isn't, I eat and I'm not dead yet, so hey. (laughs) Apparently my stomach can handle more than the fucking food companies want me to think. Hmm. Yeah, another thing I got was, like, you know, like, because people throw away a lot of food in America. Um, for all you Americans, you know what I'm talking about. Our food waste problem is insane. And if you're not from here, from America, then just so you know, if you don't know already, the food waste problem in America is ridiculous. Like, even, like, America produces, like, our grocery stores literally throw away, because I worked at one, I know, throw away so much food, it's insane. They, grocery stores would rather throw away food lock it up so no one could have it then give it away even though they were literally going to throw it out because they and the reason they do that is because they would rather they absolutely do not want to give anyone a reason not to buy more things they want money so fucking badly it's disgusting they will literally like see people start like company like food comp- grocery store companies literally know there's a massive homeless and starvation problem across many places in America and even though they have tons of extra food left over all the time they could just give away to not only Americans but people everywhere they don't they lock it away and throw it away because they would rather do that than give it away for free because they don't want to give anyone a reason not to not to come and spend money at their their store you know, that's what it's like here in America. Companies literally have enough food left over to feed so many people, and they don't do give any of it away because they literally lock their dumpsters a lot of the time so homeless people can't get into them because that's how badly they want to force people to, to come and spend money at their stores. It's really quite disgusting. And that's why I'm telling you, if you ever just don't want to spend money in a grocery store... Just go to their dumpsters because 90% of the time, and what they throw out isn't just the old stuff because the standard of grocery store, because again, I worked in them in America. If you're in America and you need food, just just go to the dumpster because I guarantee you it's nowhere even close to as bad as you think it is. It's going to be 90% of the time perfectly fine, and there's also going to be a lot, lot of it. There's going to be a shit ton. So if you're just hungry and you don't want to spend money, 
just go look in the dumpster. Just if you're if you're going to Walmart and you don't want to spend money at Walmart, just go to the dumpster and grab some stuff because it's gonna ninety percent of the time be fine, and also it's gonna be free. And they're throw they were literally gonna throw out a bunch of good food. So fuck Walmart, <laughs> fuck Walmart, and fuck all the other grocery stores for being that greedy anyway. So yeah, don't don't spend money when you don't have to. And the thing is, with grocery stores, you don't have to. You can literally just go through their trash and get a lot of the things you would have wanted anyway. And again, as someone who's been eating out of the trash, not grocery store trash, which I would be even nicer than what I've been doing. I've just been eating out of like my my apartment complex trash. It's been pretty great. It's genuinely been fine. Like most of it tastes good. Is health is clean enough and is is usable. So yeah, just don't 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 buy at grocery stores if you can avoid it. And the best way to do that is just go in the dumpsters. You know, if they put a lock on it, break in because fuck them. The society is about to collapse, and you need food. And it is not reasonable of them to keep that food from you. So go break into the dumpsters. Go break into Giant Eagle dumpsters and Walmart dumpsters and all that and grab out the food and share it because they have... And Because the, what's the worst thing that'll happen? You get arrested for getting food? If if you feel the need... Like, I'm sorry, but if you if you need to go like fuck that well like there's nothing you can ever do to stop anyone from calling the police on you but you know what you can do like they probably won't care and if they do care so what you were hungry enough to go looking through a dumpster which means you don't like come on the police are cannot be your highest priority at that point you need to eat all right and if and if enough people are doing it the cops are only going to be able to get so many people so just go break into dumpsters, and if there if there's no lock on them, guess what? It's not breaking in. You're just getting trash. Don't don't support grocery stores if you can help it. Get eat their trash. Literally go search in the dumpster first. Then if you need anything else, go buy it in the store. Not the other way around. I guarantee you, you will enjoy that process far more than you think. Ugh. Well, yeah. So that's just been my. Uh, review how's everyone doing i hope well because i've been doing great actually america's heading towards i think everyone out there can feel it in america too and a lot of places not in america too can feel it. we're heading towards extreme poverty because the rich people are really have really made it clear at this point that they really just don't care to share their money at all even though they absolutely need to to help people out they just don't care and do we really expect them to care at this point the answer is no we don't we don't expect elon musk and all the other billionaires to care about poverty they could have solved it overnight by just working together and sharing their money as much as possible but they didn't and they didn't do that because they feel like they shouldn't have to because they don't care about people and I, you know what my response to that is? Okay, fine. If you don't care about people, then I'm not going to care about your business. I'm not going to care about your profits. I'm not going to care about your work, your your company's doing well. I'm going to just get what I need in the most honest, reasonable way that I can. And if you're not going to help me, then that's on you for being a bad person. You know, I mean, what else am I going to do? Because... They have all the power, they have all the money, and so 
I'm and I don't want to placate to them. I don't. I'm not gonna pretend to give them any more power so they can fuck me over more. I'm just gonna ignore them. I'm just gonna not live based on the thing that they they use to control me, which is money. I'm gonna do everything I can to avoid it. And I might not succeed, but what else am I gonna do except try? in this society that's about to collapse and we have all the resources we need to help literally everybody in the world and instead of doing that we fucking are on the brink of total collapse because our policies and our ways of doing things are just so completely backwards love and respect people to the highest extent you're pos- you possibly can And if you think other people aren't loving and respecting people as much as they can, call them out on it. Tell them you're shitty, and I'm not going to support that. Because the world might die soon, and global warming might kill us, or the nukes might kill us. So is there really anything else to do except spread as much love and respect as possible, and expect of everyone as much love and respect as possible? Like, we're all just arguing about what'll fix things, and... I'm just going to point out that I don't think anyone will dispute that love and respect helps. So, until, like, let's just shove as much of that as whatever problems we can and see where that leads us. Because I think that'll always, love and respect as much as possible, will always lead us to good things. (sighs) Alright, everyone. So, in conclusion, if you can get something for free out of the trash, get it for free out of the trash first then buy it because there's no reason not to <laughs> and love and respect i've said it before say it again it helps um it doesn't it doesn't necessarily fix everything right away but if nothing else it'll it'll lead you on a path towards the best way to do things because that's just how the human structure works that's how the planet structure works you follow love and respect they'll lead you to good things they always do all right everyone you have a good night. You remember to love yourselves, respect yourselves, love and respect your your neighbor and your friends and your family. Love and respect your enemies too because it's important to do that because it's the only way to ever really understand your it's important to understand your enemies. And the only way to truly understand your enemies is to love and respect them, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish that wasn't the case, but it is. But you all have a good night. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Do not let yourself be deluded into thinking that you don't have a right to take care of yourself. You absolutely do. And you have every it's a completely reasonable people of you to expect someone with a shit ton of resources to take care of you. It's absolutely reasonable to expect someone to share. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to expect people to share especially when they have way more than they need. All right, everyone. Good night. Sleep tight. This has been a dreaming mind tonight.